hello hello peace love and blessings beautiful wonderful people welcome back to philosophy with z and we are continuing on in the pq journey or pi journey positive intelligence pq is the positive intelligence quotient if you remember i think i talked about that in like the first or second episode anyway this chapter is called pq brain fitness techniques and i love this chapter because we get to learn how to practice strengthening the part of our brain where our sage powers reside. So the left brain is where the saboteurs live. And the left brain is basically just the part of our brain that is the, the running or the, the housing, the, the head of, I don't know, the home of the physical and emotional survival of us. It is triggered when we think we're in danger. This is the flight, fight, or freeze reaction. And so it's very it's very inconvenient, I would say, because it will react whenever we feel like we are in danger, whenever we feel fear. And as you know, the only thing to fear is fear itself because once you believe that a fear is real, than it is. And so when you believe that you are in danger, your body reacts accordingly. It wants to save you. So, you know, it, it drains all your blood to go straight to your, your heart and your limbs in case you need to escape. And it shuts down your ability to think properly because it needs to focus on making sure you survive whatever is actually going on. And it's really interesting because most people actually live in this kind of low-grade state of distress and anxiety, like perpetually in fight-or-flight mode. And I kind of just see it as like, I don't want to get too conspiracy theorist on you, but much of our media that we see on TV kind of likes to keep us in a state of fear. I don't watch the news at all, like not even a little bit, because it's always a story about something scary. Something's going on, like something's like broken or infected or there's a virus or someone was shot. Like, I just don't need to know about any of that. And people have argued with me over the years that it's important to, to know what's going on in my, my town or my country or whatever. And it's funny because I don't need to watch the news because everyone talks about it. So I, I, if I need to know something, I guarantee someone's going to know about it. And that's been working out for me for the past like three or four years. I haven't watched the news. And I, it's just important because if some, something outside of me has the ability to manipulate and control me, then... I um, then like I'm lost. I have I, I don't even know at that point. I wouldn't even know what was going on within me because it occurred outside of me. But I digress. So that is the left side of our brain. And I'm really like, actually, with all that being said, like I'm really doing all this and sharing all this information in my journey with this, because in order to have the most free, authentic life, I have the responsibility to take some kind of direction and control in my life. 
Because if I don't do it, someone else will, like literally. So I share this because I hope to empower people to create their own life and have the courage and the knowledge and, and the awareness to just stand up for what they feel is right for them and to let go of what doesn't feel right, what doesn't feel good. Okay, so now I'll get off my soapbox for a minute. <laughs> so the left brain, that is the flight or flight side and the right brain is the sage side. He says that, uh, Shirzad, he says that the PQ brain is the right side. That is our creative side. And this is the side that, that deals with the more abstract parts of life, while the left brain deals with the linear logical parts of life. So I think it's super important to have a balance within oneself with these, with both sides of these. So like, although the left brain houses the saboteurs, it's not all bad. Being able to think logically is super important. But the thing is, what this book is aiming to per persuade you to do is to put some time and energy into that right side of your brain. Because as we grow up, it's not really emphasized on how to strengthen this other part of your brain. And if anything, I would, I would kind of think that they're, they veer us away from it. Because if the right side of the brain is the creative side, how many arts programs have been taken out of schools and stuff like that? And like children are not encouraged to pursue artistic career paths. Everyone's told like, oh, they don't make any money. So like me personally, I'm like, nope, I refuse to believe that. I do not want to welcome that kind of energy into my reality. Nope, not happening. I am an artist and I have abundant sums of money flowing to me endlessly due to my artistic talents and the value that I bring to people from my artistic expression. That's the kind of affirmation that I'm putting in my life. <laughs> so we have the right side of the brain that helps us with strengthening our sage and helps us to attack, no, I would say confront everything in life from a creative, open-minded standpoint. There's this awesome quote in here and it's from Paradise Lost by John Milton. He says, the mind is its own place and it's in itself can make a heaven of hell and a hell of heaven. And I just thought that was so interesting because I've seen lots of people who appear to have wonderful circumstances in their life, but they have a lot to complain about or their health is severely um, bad. <laughs> I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Their health is not great. And on the contrary, I've seen people that are in pretty abysmal life situations that are like super happy and optimistic. And me personally, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize I was doing this before, but when I was homeless and I was using drugs, I was like strangely optimistic, even though I'm literally like squatting on someone's couch or just like hoping that I find someone who I can crash with that night or just walking around all night like just I was just in a state of despair but I was strangely optimistic because I was thinking like I have nothing like I'm starting at ground zero I get to 
create whatever I want out of my life when I leave here. Because I always knew that that part of my life was temporary. And I realized that I didn't really have an end date in mind or anything. But when I saw women who were like 40 years older than me that were out there and had been out there since they were my age, I was like, oh, no, that's I can't do that. Mm-mm, that's not going to be me. So I put it in myself. I decided for myself that I was going to be leaving soon. I was definitely going to get out of here. Like part of me was kind of having fun living this like dangerous, reckless lifestyle where no one could tell me what to do. But I came to find out that the drugs were telling me what to do. It it wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't what I, I thought it was when it began. So I was able to turn this like tragic, desperate situation into a positive by focusing on what I could do later. I guess like that's where I got my idea of it gets greater later. Someone told me that when I was out there and it changed my life. It gets greater later. And I realized that it gets greater later when I decide and when I give give my trust and my faith in a higher power to help me get through this because I couldn't do it. Like I was not doing a very good job at, at being me when I was living out there. If you can even call that living. And so I just love this chapter because it just reminded me of the power of shifting my thoughts. And so how you can strengthen these PQ brain muscles is by doing what he calls PQ reps. And it's basically just shifting as much of your attention as you can to your body and any of your five senses for at least 10 seconds at a time. That's it. Just 10 seconds. And he has like um, suggestions that you just rub your fingertips together or you feel yourself breathing, listen to yourself breathing, listen to things around you in the room, feel your body weight in the chair, just like all of these practices to just bring you back to your body. Like when I'm too much in my mind, I'm like, I'm floating away. <laughs> like I'm not even here anymore in this present moment sitting in this chair, like I'm gone. And I so I've loved I've loved doing this for the last several weeks. The the course I was doing it just ended last week. It was like seven or eight weeks, I think. And it just ended. And I am continuing on with these practices because I love what it's doing for me. If you can recall a couple weeks ago I was talking about how I don't really have much money. And I've been working on some things to bring me some income. And I definitely recognize that my my subconscious or like that left side of my brain, my saboteurs have been telling me, you can't do it. You're not good enough. You're you're not going to show up for them. Like people are going to need you and you won't be there. Like, why are you even trying? And I've really been like fighting it, like struggling. And so I practice this that almost every time, not all the time, it's, you know, Perfect practice makes perfect, and I'm not quite doing perfect practice, but I'm doing my best day by day, one day at a time. So when I notice those voices in my head trying to talk me out of my ambitions and my dreams, I take a moment to practice 
these PQ reps. My favorite one is just touching my fingertips together. It's just so like soothing and it just brings me back into my body. And I just remember I am here now. I am I'm okay, I'm good, I'm thriving. Like I'm alive and well right now. I have nothing to fear. Everything is going just as it should. And I love taking these moments just to talk good to myself. Just remind me that it's all good. I know that everything is working in my favor. The universe is conspiring to give me the best life that I can provide to myself. So he has suggestions of ways you can include these PQ reps into your daily life because he suggests that you do 100 reps a day so that you can strengthen this PQ muscle over like a 21 day period. So of course it takes way more than 21 days to really have a habit solidify in your life, but it takes 21 days for it to kind of become a normal part of your life where you would feel weird if you didn't do it. And I can definitely attest to this because I have done some habit stacking and that's what I'm about to get into. I've done habit stacking with like brushing, just waking up, brushing my teeth, doing some yoga, writing my gratitude, um, maybe a little journal, doing some exercise. I just have a series of things that I've been slowly but surely adding to my daily routine. And now if I don't do them, I feel super strange. And then like it could be hours later and I'm like, oh man, I didn't do that thing. So I like how he describes this. So he he says you can add it to your daily routines like brushing your teeth or when you go to the bathroom. Every time you do that, just take a moment to be present. Like, this is really mindfulness, honestly, but he just doesn't call it that. You know, he has his own, like, way of describing these things. So, you could be brushing your teeth or taking a shower. Like, during those moments, just take the time to feel the brush on your teeth and taste the toothpaste. Or if you're in the shower, feel the water on your head and your body. Smell the soap. Like, all these little things you can do just to, like, bring yourself into the present moment. You can do it when you're exercising, so you want to zone in rather than zone out, or even when you're listening to music. It could be while you're eating, and he he says that like basically all of these things will lead to a greater satisfaction of the things you're doing because you're being fully present and you're focusing on it. And I like that because there's so, so many distractions in my life these days. I can hardly like do one thing at a time like got a couple phones got an ipad and a laptop and i usually have a couple different devices around me at any given time so this has been so so beneficial to me when it comes to my restless saboteur and my avoider saboteur because i'm telling you i can find a million things to do before doing the thing that i'm supposed to do (laughs) and I will avoid forever. Oh, I will avoid for so long. I'm even recording this particular podcast hours later than I typically do because I was having this voice today tell me that no one wants to hear it. I'm not good enough. All this stuff. But I'm like, no, I've been consistently doing this for quite a few weeks since like January and it's June now. So I'm not about to stop now. 
Like, no, this, this voice is not going to get me down. So although I took a while to do it, I was doing my reps today. I did have other things going on today, but I did these reps just like calms my mind because I didn't want to do the podcast in that state of mind. So I just waited until I was kind of out of that. I did a couple other things that were good for me and stuff and got out of my head. Feel so much better now. My favorite one that he describes is when you're with loved ones, being with loved ones and being fully present with them, just fully enjoying our time together. I love this one too, because once again, I spend a lot of time on my phone, but I do my best whenever I'm with my friends or family and just focus on being with them. Now, if we together for a super long time, I'm going to get on my phone at some point. (laughs) But if we just have a few hours together, then just focus on them. And so, although it might be difficult to remember to do this 100 times a day, we can, of course, do it in like small, like bigger increments, like 5, 10, 15 minutes at a time. Or you can just do 10 seconds at a time. That's what I usually do because it helps me slow down throughout my day and not be so restless i i always want like always got something on my mind so this is really helping me to slow down it's not perfect i don't do great every day but he has some tips to help us remember you can do it every time you go to the bathroom or every time you observe or and label your saboteurs so we talked earlier in this podcast about um labeling our saboteurs And so that's how I know that I have a judge, I have the restless, and I have the avoider that all like to participate in my self-sabotage. So like I said earlier, when I notice those things, those thoughts coming up, I just take a moment to kind of ground myself and be present and not really fight it, just kind of acknowledge it and label it and do something to distract myself. Basically, I'm interrupting the pattern. And I get to go back and doing what I'm doing. And so this has immediate benefits because I can redirect my thought process. And the long-term benefit is that I'm strengthening that sage brain, that right side, that PQ mind. Because it's kind of like atrophy because we we're not taught to do these kind of things. So... I've just truly loved this book thus far because of what it's teaching me about my own brain. And much of it I have known and much of it I didn't, but it's kind of putting things into compartments and making it all make sense for me. So I just encourage everyone to give this a try. Just grounding and taking some time, 10 seconds at a time, to just focus on my senses, your five senses, anyone that you choose for that moment. This is especially beneficial in times of challenge and crisis. This helps me a lot. (laughs) Like last week when I was like, okay, how am I going to make some money? I really pulled some stuff out the hat that I wasn't expecting myself to. And I have some work to do because they're not going to be easy, but they're going to be worth it. So I'll just, I'll keep like this community updated as I'm working on these things, but I have a course happening and I have a store set up in my website for apparel and stickers and prints. So I think I'm gonna focus more on stickers, but I don't know, that's beside the point. 
<laughs> I just want to round this up by saying that we are our dynamic multifaceted beings and we have amazing brain power and we barely tap into like 10% of it. So I just encourage you to push yourself and challenge yourself to see what you can really do, see what you can accomplish. The little by little every day doing these is making such a beautiful difference in my life. And I've heard it said that what you see today is a result of what you started 90 days ago. So it's important to start today. I have a sticker I just made that says start today. Even if you don't resonate with this stuff, do whatever you think might work for you. Just do that thing and do it for a while. Like I would say a few weeks, whatever it is, practice for a while. And if you don't see any kind of results happening for you, then maybe you should try something else. Maybe you should talk to someone or seek out help from an expert or a friend or whatever. So yeah, I love this so much. And I look forward to the next chapter where we talk about how you can actually measure your progress while doing these PQ reps over time. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful for this community. And as always, reach out to me if you need any assistance, any like questions you might have. You want to know more about the book or the program that I was taking with him. Anything, I got you. Peace, love, and blessings. Beautiful, wonderful people.